hello everyone good evening i trust you are good and i trust we had a great time in church today wow i really i really am excited about how that god is doing and when i look back i remember that just a few weeks ago we said happy new year and it kind of looked like yesterday to me no more like two weeks but it is it is what it is and i welcome you to zoeopad living on the 17th of january 2020 really i'm pumped up at all that god is doing all that god will do and all that god has started doing in the year it's really exciting it's really exciting and you really want to be excited also because i'll be starting a series titled eternal life today wow wow believe me it's good it's such going to be a beautiful time so it's going to be four teaching podcast i really wish and i really hope that you will follow us through it's going to bless you it's going to change your orientation it's going to change what you think about eternal life and it's going to affect your daily work with god i, I believe so much for that have prayed and i still pray and, you know and i will teach in the aspect now the anchor scripture is for god so loved the world that he gave his holy begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life john chapter 3 verse 16 for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Can we pray? Our Father, we thank you. Jesus, we thank you. Because your word, your word never leaves us the same. And Jesus, we are sure that as we behold you, Jesus, we are changed from a degree of glory to another degree of glory. So Jesus, we ask that your word be so simple today that everybody understands. Yet so profound that it changes our life. We ask that with signs and wonders we confirm this word into every heart. And with manifestation of the Holy Ghost, we establish this word into every heart in the name of the Lord Jesus. We are strengthened, we are edified, and we are comforted in the name of Jesus. And everybody says, Amen. Wow, so... For a brief recap, we, we rounded off a series last two weeks, which we tied to spiritual growth. And I would really encourage you to go over that again and listen to it again and again. It will bless you. Believe me, it will bless you. And also, you might want to go over last week's message on fulfilling prophecies, how to go about fulfilling all that God has said about you this year. Really, they are powerful messages and they are about true and they will bless you so much. Or you can also get every of our podcast since last year, July, on this website where you got this. Just go through them and listen to them. They are, they are the word of God and they will bless you and they will change your life. I'm sure of that. And we have testimonies of what he has done in people's life. Okay, so today's topic is the fundamentals of eternal life. The fundamentals of eternal life. Now, I feel like this should be a teaching where we get to say, say it after me, the fundamentals of eternal life. But don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. We, we, we trust God for a physical meeting coming up. We trust God for that. And the text is John chapter 10, verse 10. It says, For the thief comes but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. I will take it again. It says, For the thief comes but to steal, to kill, and destroy. But I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Okay, so let's start proper. Now, two things I want you to notice in both of the scriptures that I read, which happen to be the opening scriptures and the anchor scripture, is that John 10 10, we find Jesus putting emphasis on the part of why he came on it, and he said that he has come to give life. Now, I want you to, to pay attention to that, that Jesus said he came to give life not to do so many things as we thought he did, but he said he came to give life. John chapter 3 verse 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And at the back of the giving, 
And the reason why God was giving Jesus was so that people should not perish, but that should have everlasting life. So I felt like you could go to heaven and go ask God that when he was about to give Jesus that God, why are you sending your son into the world? And he would have said to you that, I want them to have eternal life. And I think that is big. And I think if you met Jesus in Galilee or in Jerusalem, you know, on the robe and probably trying to catch fish when they sent fish, and you ask him, why did you leave heaven? Why did you leave your glory and come down on it? He would have told you that I have come that you may have life. And it, it, was, it was that major in his agenda. It was that major in everything that he came to do. That he came purposely so that we can have life. He came to do that. And I think you want to put emphasis where God puts emphasis. So what, what, what is life? Because believe me sincerely, Jesus was speaking to people that could breathe. Those people were breathing. And Jesus was saying to them that he has come to give them life. So the first question that comes to your mind literally is the fact that are those people dead? Because if you can speak to me and I can hear you and you are telling me that you have come to give me life, then basically I'm, I kind of look at you as if you are out of the norm, that you aren't mentally balanced. Because if I happen to be dead and you are saying to me that you came to give me life, then that's another picture. But Jesus came and said he has come to give life. Meaning whatsoever people thought life was, they never had it. Come on, you get me. Now, meaning life is more than just breathing. Another way to put that. Life is more than just breathing. It's just more than walking. It's more than surviving. It's more than eating. There is a life that Jesus has come to give that people did not have. And he came to do that. And he came to do that. And isn't it beautiful that you look at Abraham with the abundance of his wealth. You look at Solomon with the abundance of his wealth. You look at Abraham with the abundance of his promises. You look at David with the abundance of wars that he fought and won. You look at Solomon with the abundance of strength. You look at John the Baptist with the abundance of prophecies. You look at Isaiah with the abundance of prophecies. And you look at all of them and Jesus says to you that I have come to give you a life. You want to ask that Jesus, a life now, I, no, God, you don't get it. If I could have what these people have, I think I would be good with it. But God says I have come to give you a life. And that life, you call that life abundance. And I did a research. The meaning of the word abundance is the word higher. So Jesus said, I've come to give you a higher life. So many Jesus looks at the exploits of John the Baptist, look at the exploits of Isaiah, look at the exploits of Abraham, look at the exploits of Abraham, look at the exploits of any person you could imagine. And Jesus said, look at the exploits of Elisha, raising the dead, look at the exploits of Elijah, Elijah shutting down the heavens and Jesus said the life that I've come to give to you is higher than all of that I really think you want to be excited about what that life is I really think you want to live it I really think you want to maximize it and highly really do also so divine defining the word eternal life now don't let us fight over the adjective is it eternal that you will not die is it eternal that it is life no I think let's do the Greek I think the Greek sounds better the Greek for eternal life is way the Greek for eternal life in two ways. And what it means is life as God has it. One, one thing it means that life as God has it, the second definition is the life of God. Now, I've heard a lot of things growing up in this circle of Christianity where people say that, you know, eternal life is the fact that after you die, you will not die. That after you have left the body, you will keep living. And I want to say to you that there is more to eternal life than that. Because Luke chapter 16 gave the account of, the, of Lazarus and the rich man. And Lazarus died, the rich man died. And you discover that Lazarus went to paradise, but the rich man was burning in hell. So if what there is to eternal life is the fact that you will not you will live on after moving out of your body, then literally both the rich man and Lazarus did not die. Then if if that's the definition of eternal life, then they both had it. But we know that is not eternal life. 
so eternal life defined by the scriptures is the life of god first one it's also defined as the life as god has it and three it is defined as the way god lives now what it means when you say i have life when you say i have life what you are saying is that i am living i'm living it because to have life is to have it in action is an action word is to have it operational in you so one thing i would like to change our focus is that you know and i want to say this by the scriptures that when jesus came and jesus said i have come that you may have life what he was saying is that i have come that you may live the life god lives i will say it again now remember that we define eternal life as the life as god has it eternal life is the very life of god the very life of god now when so when they say that you have life when they say god has life the meaning of of the word saying that god has life is that god is living it remember life is not in the words life is in living so when they say god has life it means that god lives it and when they come to us and jesus says i have come that you might have life what he's saying to us that i have not come to give you a religion i have not come to give you a proof or word i'm not I have not come to give you something dogmatic. I have come that you may live the life that God lives. And we really want to be excited about the life, the life that God lives. Because the life he lives is a life of is a life of faith, is a life of hope, is a life of love, is a life of abundance, is a life of health, is a life of prosperity. And Jesus came to give us that. Well, I hope you get that very fast. I hope you do. I hope you do. John 17 verse 3, eternal life is also a knowledge. He said, this is eternal life, that they might know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom he has sent. Now, along the scriptures, along this teaching, I will relate how eternal life as a knowledge fits into eternal life as a life. Eternal, eternal life has been lived out. I will relate it when I get to how to live that and how to bring it to life in whatsoever we do in our business in our careers in our education how to really live the way god lives because believe me every time he says that god god has life in himself what you're saying is that he lives it so when jesus come and said i have come to give you life is to say to us that i have come that you may live it and when the bible says to us that you have eternal life john chapter 3 verse 3 says every time we believe in jesus christ you have eternal life what he is saying to us is that you are living the life god has called you to do you are living the life God has called you to live. Now, it might be, it is in our spirit that we are living the life. And that is the essence of a man. But I want to let you know that you are living that life. I will take it from there next week as I round off. As I move on on that. Can we pray? Our Father, we thank you, Jesus. We thank you for how you do. We thank you for all that you do. We thank you for your word. We are with signs and wonders to confirm it in the name of Jesus. The sick are healed by the, at your word and by the anointing in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. So you want to look forward to next week. Next week I'll be teaching on the power of eternal life. The power of eternal life. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Adepo Jubalaji. God bless you. Drive a fruitful week and a wonderful night's rest. I love you.